with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. Last night, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department transported from Saragordo County 28-year-old Alex Hansen of Mason City, who was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for revocation of his probation from the original charges of possession with the intent to deliver marijuana and for possession of methamphetamine. Hansen is being held at the Hardin County Jail. A January 18th arraignment has been set for 41-year-old Kevin Lee Halliday in Grundy County District Court. Halliday was arrested earlier this month at the Iowa State Penitentiary in Fort Madison on a warrant for first-degree murder. The state alleges Halliday assaulted his girlfriend, Christian Marie Jays, in Rhinebeck, who was found unresponsive at 106 Chestnut Street on December 16, 2021. Jays died of her injuries several days later. Holiday remains held at the Grundy County Jail. If convicted, he would receive the mandatory term of life in prison without the possibility of parole. A jury trial has been scheduled to begin February 7th in Saragordo County District Court involving 24-year-old Stephen Allen Tymonson of Mason City. Tymonson was arrested at the end of last month and charged with attempted murder, first-degree theft, and first-degree robbery after he allegedly got into a fight and shot a man November 28th in the 300 block of 3rd Street Northwest of Mason City. Tidemanson is being held on a $100,000 cash-only bond at the Saragordo County Jail. If convicted on all the charges, he could be sentenced for up to 60 years in prison. All of the counties in the Radio On The Go broadcast area witnessed an increase in unemployment in November over the October levels. For November, the highest unemployment rate in the local area was 3.1% in Floyd County. The lowest was 2.4% in Wright County. Statewide, the lowest unemployment rate in November was in Sioux County at 1.7%. The highest was in Lee County at 4.7%. Today, the Floyd County Board of Supervisors will consider a Memorandum of Understanding Agreement with the Main Street Charles City Program and will go into a closed session to discuss litigation. The Floyd County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m., at the Courthouse EOC Training Room in Charles City. This week, the United Way of North Central Iowa announced it has received a gift of $25,000 in support of the Dolly Parton Imagination Library. The gift was made by a North Iowa family in loving memory of their son, Greg, who discovered the magic words in reading in early childhood. His family hopes to ensure his legacy continues by passing this love of reading on to the children of North Iowa. In North Iowa, 25% of children are not reading at proficiency by fourth grade, according to the Iowa Department of Education. The Dolly Parton Imagination Library provides an age-appropriate book every month from birth until the child's fifth birthday. The program results in higher literacy skills prior to entering kindergarten, increased child caregiver interaction around reading, and increased positive feelings around reading. The United Way of North Central Iowa covers Franklin, Hancock, Sarah Gordo, and Floyd counties in the broadcast area. For more information, go to unitedwaynci.org. Again, that's unitedwaynci.org. There are usually some food leftovers after a holiday meal or party that can be eaten again at a later time if proper food safety precautions are followed. Franklin County Extension Director Missy Crawford tells Radio On The Go News that food items that are frozen can be used again. 
If frozen, you can use leftovers within three to four months for the best quality. When you're thawing out your frozen meals, safe ways to thaw leftovers include refrigerator, cold water, or in the microwave. And then when you're going to reheat those leftovers, we're going to reheat to a temperature of 165 degrees in a microwave-safe container. And if you need to add liquid, you can do that as well. You want to stir the food halfway through during the reheating process and check the temperature of the food in lots of different places, especially if it's something dense or thick so that you know if it needs more time to cook. For more information on food safety, you can visit extension.iastate.edu. Again, that's extension.iastate.edu. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources says the Iowa State Parks and Forest are inviting individuals to join the first day hike challenge through the State Park Passport Program. The DNR says you can check into more than 50 participating state parks enforced on the passport from today through Sunday. Every check-in will qualify for a prize drawing of a free two-night stay at a cabin at Pine Lake State Park near Eldora. Visit as many parks as you want during the weekend. Every check-in counts as a contest entry. For more information, go to iowadnr.gov. Again, that's iowadnr.gov. The latest U.S. drought monitor shows about 9.5% of Iowa has no drought conditions listed this week, while the rest of the state remains in some level of drought. A majority of the hardest hit area is in northwest Iowa, where there are locations of severe, extreme, and exceptional drought as shown. A majority of the broadcast area remains in a moderate drought, except western portions of Hancock and Wright counties, which are shown as being in a severe drought in eastern Butler County, which is listed as being abnormally dry. One year ago, almost 49% of Iowa was drought-free. Today on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program, we continue to take a look back at our most newsworthy newsmakers in 2022. And on today's program, we will play back our interview with Jack Zimmerman, who retired from the Sheffield Press in September after working there for 66 years. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays over the noon hour on KLMJ, following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 44 and the low of 18. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.